It's the Everything 80s Podcast with Franco in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Big Paul Castellano's life last night may very well have been a payoff for getting into such trouble with the feds. I would destroy any man who tries to take what I got. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Everything 80s Podcast. I am Frank with the Morning from 100.9 K Hits FM, and this is powered by Prime 82 Restaurant. Be sure to check them out in Norwichtown when you're in the area. If you're not in the area, get on a plane. If you're Stu Bob, get on a plane and come to Prime 82 Restaurant. How's that? Am I right, Sean? I agree with that. I've been okay. to Prime 82 Restaurant. That's yeah, nice. Anyway, I'm joined by my partner in podcasting, Sean Morton. But before we get to him, more about me. <laughs> uh, please uh, <laughs> follow me on TikTok at Franco in the morning uh, for the history of music. And uh, I live stream usually at 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Wednesday. Uh, lots of fun stuff going on. Of course, Monday is Motown Monday when Sean Morton's uh, wife will come in and request Bon Jovi songs. So um, can I mention uh, something that I did yesterday? Okay, first let me introduce you. Uh, let me introduce you. All right. Uh, this is Sean Morton, everybody. You he did already. Uh, I got to give a little background. He's a headlining comedian out of uh, New Jersey. Uh, he headlines for our company and other companies across the country. Uh, and our company happens to raise money for nonprofit organizations. Sean and I have a gig coming up on the 22nd to raise money for MAD, uh, which is a fantastic cause. And Sean, the name of your little podcast that has like millions of viewers? Uh, who's your band? Who's your band? So you which you can get any. Yes, you can get that anywhere across all platforms. Okay, so what exactly did you download yesterday? The FITM radio app. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That is my internet radio station designed to uh, to complement my TikTok page, talking about and playing the history of music. So, have you listened? Do you like it? I listened uh, as much as everybody who listens to us know, especially Stu Bob. Yeah, uh, I do love making fun of you more than probably anything in this world, <laughs> and I can't, I can't make fun of you for it. It's really awesome. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. And I really, I listened, I listened to it on my, I listened to it on my walk this morning. Actually, I really, I, I really appreciate that, and I'd love you to do a metal show. I, I'm serious about that because you are the foremost metal Easy expert. Breezy. Yeah, that would be really fun. So thank you Easy for that. Breezy. So what we're going to talk about today, I, and I don't want to be, I don't want to, maybe you don't understand what we're talking about today. When I say we're going to do the ladies of the 80s, I don't want to discuss the bangles and the go-go's. I wanted to focus on just the ones that were flashing the pan type. Uh, did you understand that that's what I wanted to do? Let me delete the bangles and the go-go's off my list. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, my thought on this, and no. I talked about it on TikTok Live today, and I got to give a bunch of shout-outs later, is I, I compiled a list of, like, you know, Expose, Brenda K. Starr. Um, mm-hmm. They were more singers that had a couple of hits, and they were good balance records uh, when you're balancing a playlist, and they would come and go, and they'd come out and do club shows and stuff like that. But, I mean, we can combine it with everything if you've done, you know, the work ahead of time, you know. Uh, I have a couple. I have a couple things we could talk about, and then all we right. can always riff off of them too. Okay, all right. So let's go. Uh, so all right. Go, go. No, no, no. I, I, so now, and I, you know, we're not. We're going to talk about just any of the ladies of the '80s, right? 
No, no. I mean, I think a lot of the people that we were going to talk about are, are pretty much mainstream. Mm-hmm. Hits, you know okay. what I mean? So we don't really have to talk about that because everybody knows them already. So uh, like you said, I think there was a lot of the freestyle era was uh, known for having a lot of these bigger uh, female stars too. Yeah. So one of them, that, I mean, I, again, this is from me in grammar school. So I, this is all the stuff that I listened to. Uh, on regular terrestrial radio, that's all we had at that point. Yeah. So uh, I I put in expose. Yep. Which is uh, a, a great three uh, three piece band. So and you didn't enjoy it with. Uh, uh, listen, you you could have told me it was Florida Evans, and I would have said, okay, sure, great. <laughs> no, we used to hang out. We hung no out. clue. Yeah. No no clue. So let, let me just let me go back for a second. Uh, at that time in the eighties, when we had a top forty radio station that I was programming, and in support of the record being played, the record companies would send these artists, you know, to do club dates with a digital audio tape. I have to—I well, don't have to explain that to my audience. My audience is, you know, older. Uh, so it was a DAT that just had the music, and they would come in and they would sing their songs in the club, and it was a big deal back then to have expose or tiffany in the mall or whatever so that's really where i was going with today's topic i wasn't really going to talk about you know musicians who write their own songs like you know the go-go's yeah right i I get that you know and like you know i'm not gonna put heart on the list no there's only two females in the band you know what i mean like that's ridiculous so yeah expose was was definitely one that i put on there um, they had the songs uh, "Come Go with Me," which mm-hmm. is a monster, monster hit. Yep. Uh, the point of no return and "Let Me Be the One." So they yeah. had three, they had three. Decent, yeah. Oh, and and no, four actually. They had seasons change. As seasons well. change. Seasons I was, I was really going to say that. Song. I thought that was Taylor Dane first. That was a, that was a big one. Yeah. Um, if you stay in the same vein, I think you could talk about Sweet Sensation a little bit. Yeah. Do you remember them? I don't remember their hits. I had them in town several times at shows. Yeah. So I they did uh, hooked. The, Hooked, hooked on, on a, you was hook, a big one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it all had that same beat. Not you know, hooked that, on a feeling. Oh yeah, it's just the, it's just the, that, it's like drum loop number six from yeah, the Casio that, that cookie cutter '80s sound, you know. Yeah, uh, Banana Rama uh, would be in there. Yes, Banana Rama's on my list as well. We had, um, they had songs like Venus. Uh, I heard a rumor, mm-hmm. which was big. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. And, and, Cruel Summer was a great song, and it's, it became a monster hit monster again hit. because of uh, because of uh, the, uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah, they fe- they featured it in Cobra Kai again. But I think one of their underrated songs is Robert De Niro's "Waiting." Do you remember that one? I don't remember that because it wasn't a hit. Dope. Oh no, it was a single. I mean, it wasn't like a top. It wasn't yeah. like a top twenty hit, but it was it was definitely a good song. I would definitely check that out. Um, do you consider the Pointer Sisters in this vein too? They didn't. I didn't have them on the list, but uh, no, because I don't put the Pointer Sisters in the same category as I would put Expose. I think they're above that. I mean, they're not at the Whitney Houston level, mm-hmm. but they're they're not at the Banana Rama level. They're the Pointer Sisters. So I say no yeah, to that. I, I, say I, no. I would have to agree. I would have to agree with that. Yeah. Um, the Cover Girls were another one too. Yes, I didn't have them on the up. list. I didn't have them. We had them in clubs constantly. The Cover Girls, and every time the record we send them, well, not every time, but some of the times, it'd be a different person. You know, I can't tell you how many <laughs> I can't tell you how many Shannons we had uh, perform. I'd be like, "This is a different Shannon than last year," you know. So basically, the cover girls were a cover band, is what you said. Uh, pretty much, I think what they would do is they would send them out to do these track acts uh, at three, or four different places on the same night. You know. Oh wow! Yeah, well, I so, didn't realize that. That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Money, yeah, yeah. Um, so they did uh, "Show Me, Show Me" because of you and "Wishing on a Star" was another big one. Yeah, so. to me, those are the ladies of the '80s. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. The ones we're I talking put about. Salt and pepper, I put salt and pepper on my list too, hmm. but they really only had one or two hits in the 80s and they kind of really blew up. Yeah, the somebody, 90s, I, I, I was on a TikTok live this morning and we were talking about a lot of uh, great suggestions for this podcast from there. Uh, my show prep was done by that. So I thank everyone. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I didn't think that salt and pepper would be on this list. I have uh, Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. I didn't come up with them, but I agree. Yeah, they had uh, All Cried Out, which is great, Head to Toe, mm -hmm. uh, Lost in Emotion, Can You Feel the Beat. A lot of great songs yeah, that you can uh, put on any 80s. They were what I would call or consider the one of the 80s track acts. That's what we would call them, you know, track acts. So what about, so somebody said okay. Quarter Flash. They had two hits in the 80s. You might not even know them. It will harden my heart, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't. I, there's a lot of bands that had female singers, but yeah. you know, the rest of the guys are the rest of the band are guys. Yeah, so so I, I didn't, I didn't put any bands like that in there. Yeah, okay. if you want to mention one on a different vein, too, Berlin. I would say Vixen. Oh, Vixen. Oh, that is definitely a different vein. Yeah, but and again, musicians. It's a different vein, but. But again, all four women though. But, but it's a little, a little different. But yeah. musicians, not they're not yeah, like a track so. act, you know, because because uh, some I of them. When you're right, because I, I was going to say like some were definitely not track acts. Like I remember, and I've told this story before because I love it so much, and I have pictures uh, on my TikTok page about it. Uh, back when Eddie Money came out with, I forget what record it was. Um, I said I want Eddie Money to perform at a club. And the record company said, "Well, there's no way he's going to do a track date. He doesn't. He doesn't sing the tracks." And they said, uh, "And he doesn't. He's not touring with the band right now." And my music director at the time, Chuck Davis, is a musician. He goes, "Well, I'll, uh, can, we'll put together a band." So Chuck it was amazing for these guys. Chuck and a couple guys from of a music store put together a band. And they practiced the songs, and they played for Eddie Money. And I've got the video; it's unbelievable. That's uh, really cool. That was That's so really cool. cool. I mean, and and like the club owner, you would think would be like, "Oh my God, this is unbelievable! Eddie Money is playing in my club in Waterford, Connecticut." Not a word. He's like, "Yeah, it was a good night." <laughs> Are you kidding me? You know, uh, I'll have to send you some videos of that. But anyway, I digress. But like I'm saying, s s some of them wouldn't do a track date. Um, you know, it's very strange though. So I'm thinking, I, I get that he's more of a musician. He's oh yeah, musician. I'm thinking of track acts. Uh, what um, about Nina? Brenda K. Star. Oh yeah, I said Brenda K. But what about Nina? Ninety nine Loft Balloons. They're a band. Okay. It's not just a single person. They were considered a full band, so I wouldn't put that in there. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try and see if I could find one more because I'm. You know, you, you cut out half my list today. So, 80s freestyle people. I can't remember anybody else. Oh, Judy Torres was one. Mm -hmm. She was really good. Um, I can't remember the name of her big song, though. Uh, Judy Torres, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out after we hang up. It was funny because uh, I was on TikTok with, uh, and I was saying to this young girl who was on TikTok, it was unusual because it's usually, you know, people my age on my page. But, you know, we do track Gen X. We have a, uh, oh, I got to see, I got to give a shout out to Gen Rex was a big help. This was her idea. Uh, she's a new, uh, new uh, member of my TikTok community. Uh, it was her idea to do this type of a, a podcast. Um, but I was teasing somebody else. I'm like, because somebody didn't know who Tiffany was. And I'm like, well, Years ago, there used to be malls, <laughs> yeah. and there was a food court. And, but Tiffany invented the, uh, you know, the the track date in the food court. You know, oh, big time, yeah, big time. There was um, 
uh, Shannon had let the music play. That yeah. was a monster. Yeah, that was a monster, Shannon. monster. You know, bit. and she got so screwed by the label because record companies take advantage of, of artists and still do today. But she made like $40,000. That's what she made. Forty That's grand. Insane. That's it. You know? Yeah, I saw I saw a video of a guy in a band I like called Trivium that had I think sixty five million plays on Spotify, and their check was for a dollar eighty seven. Oh my God! You know that's like uh, just, go, ama just amazing. I'm gonna go way back, but you've seen enough movies to know this song. Um, uh, in the Still of the Night by Freddie Paris and the Five Satins. Uh huh. All right, so you know the song. I know the song. Uh, that yeah, was recorded in a basement of a church in New Haven, Connecticut, to get the label deal. He sold the song to the record company for six hundred and thirty dollars. So one hundred and thirty more than no six thirty, you said? Yeah, six hundred bucks or something like that. But it became one of the biggest iconic songs of the fifties, and he made no money for writing it. So Unlike, it's kind of like Willie, like Willie Nelson sold crazy to Patsy Cline for fifty dollars. Yeah, but he knew what he was doing. He was writing songs. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, um, Freddie Paris did that so he could record it. That's you know, crazy. that's what record companies did, you know, um, to people. So it's terrible. Um, uh, Deb, Debbie Deb had a big hit with When I Hear Music. Right. I thought you were going to say Debbie Gibson. Rock that. No, no, no. I learned my lesson with you. Uh, tell It to My Heart. Tell It to My Heart <laughs> by Taylor Dane. Yeah, she she's in this vein, but she uh, is a bigger, I would say, you know, she's not in the Whitney Houston category, obviously, but she's no, above no. the expose category, I think. I, I would say so too. She's, yeah, she's, she's still, still touring. She's still too. touring. She's still out. Yeah, you know. Take me in your arms by Little Susie. That was yeah, a really yeah, popular yeah. freestyle hit too. And uh, one of my personal favorites. I can't believe this hasn't come up yet. Stacy Q. I was just going to say that. Two of Hearts. Two of Hearts and uh, We Connect were two monster songs. I still have those on uh, many a playlist of the eighties. All right, I've got a couple more. Uh, Tony Basil, Mickey. Eh, I just hate no. the song, but yeah, well, you know, I guess you can put it on. She was in an Elvis movie, you know that. I did not. She was in Viva Las Vegas. And Stu really? Bob, uh, Bob on the TikTok community, who you love, uh, he was the one who said that. Because I said she was in an Elvis. I, what I was saying was she, when she did that video as a teenage cheerleader, she is already old enough to have been in an Elvis movie. And I couldn't remember what one Stu Bob piped in. Speaking of Elvis, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this show to you. It's called Daisy Jones and the Six. You have. Which is on, so it's loosely, on Amazon Prime. Loosely based on Fleetwood Mac, yes. And loosely based on Fleetwood Mac. They have a whole soundtrack that they wrote and recorded for the show itself. And it's actually Elvis's granddaughter, granddaughter Riley, yeah, Riley, yeah. Riley Keough. And her voice is phenomenal. So I, if, you, uh, if you're into that kind of stuff, definitely I don't know if out. we still have that. If check with Kim. She did, Kimberly did shut the Disney Channel off on me for a while because I kept watching the rooftop concert, the Beatles. <laughs> you do realize there's other stuff besides the Beatles. Right? All right. Yeah, like Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I right, liked her. All right, let's see what else we had on the list. Uh, oh, Cheryl, who's a big contributor on our page and a former DJ, uh, Boy Meets Girl. Boy Meets Girl, Waiting for a Star to Fall. That would fall in this category. But there's a boy in a song. We're talking about females. Right? All right, okay. All right, how about Nia Cherry? She's from a family of... Uh, yes, if, Buffalo if, Stance. If I'm not uh, mistaken, I think you might have said her brother did the quintessential song of the 1990s. Yep, Eagle Eye Cherry for the right. Save Tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'd put her on a list. 
Uh, then you have other stuff like Martika did Toy Soldiers. Yeah, that's on the list too. Somebody gave us that one this morning. That's a, that was one of my favorite songs growing up too. Now somebody, was, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was in you know was seventh grade, you know, yeah. so you remember those kind of things. You know? <laughs> uh, that was well, when you were when you were in seventh grade. I mean, was there a lot of backlash from like prohibition and <laughs> things of that nature? <laughs> Uh, no, no. It was more like, you know, we walked the desert for 40 days. It was tough. <laughs> Uphill and cold and snow. I didn't get October. to shave, yeah. Uh, so here's some that people put on. What, what say you? I'm going to give you three. Till Tuesday, Laura Branigan, and Juice Newton. What do you think about all of them on this list? I don't put Till Tuesday because they were a band as well. But I will take Laura Branigan and I will take Juice Newton. Okay. Queen of Hearts is a great song. What was, the, what was the other one she had? Angel of the Morning. Angel of the Morning. Written by, right. written by Chip Taylor. That doesn't mean, that? that doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> no. John Voight's brother, Chip Taylor, is a country singer uh, who wrote, um, he also uh, wrote Wild Thing. Oh, you know, really? Wild Thing. Yeah, he makes he makes a living just being the writer of those two songs. Uh, but he's oh, also a musician, and the, you know, the people who were really into country know who he is. I didn't know who he was, but I was I did a TikTok on him, and somebody at the publishing company sent my TikTok to Chip Taylor, and he invited Kimberly and I to his show in New York, and I interviewed him uh, at, at a club in New York. So that was kind of Look fun. Look at you getting free tickets now because of your TikTok. That uh, was two years ago. I've gotten one set of free tickets. But speaking of people who kept their publishing, uh, you mentioned um, Kate Bush. Kate Bush never sold. She, she, yeah, in this pocket, but she never met. She never sold her publishing. And then when her song went viral. On Stranger Things, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, she made millions just on that. Um, oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah, so let's see here. Tiffany, Sweet Sensation. I think we've covered uh, just about everything on the list I got this morning from everybody. So that was cool. I think so, too. I think it was, uh, I think it turned out better than I thought because I had uh, had maybe 17 more on my list that I can't use. So, All right, so I think off the top of our heads, I think we did a great job. So I have to shout out again, Stu Bob, because, you know, he's a big fan of yours. And uh, yes, we, were t- we were talking on this live, right? And uh, Kimberly came on, and I don't know, for my wife, and it's for some reason, we got on the topic of Medicare, I guess because I'm old. And it was so funny because Stu Bob's like, how did we go from talking about Tiffany to Medicare? Because <laughs> I'm ADD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, a little bit. But anyway, let me shout out again, Jen Rex, Bobby. R, Jim Beam, Glenn, Cheryl, uh, Margaret's new from Louisiana on our TikTok page. George kept coming up with stuff, but it didn't fit. And George is a great contributor. He kept saying stuff like Annie Lennox. I'm like, well, no, not Annie Lennox. The Pretenders, the Motels. No, no, no. They don't go on this list. And also Carol in New Jersey, uh, who uh, I want to go hang out with more than you in New Jersey. And I think I'll do that. Hey, go for it. It's totally fine. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you to this great, this great Italian pizza place. It's called Domino's. Oh, really? Is that good? Like the pizza there. I'll ask yeah. her about that. Yeah, because uh, she's uh, she's they, from they New deli- Jersey. They deliver everywhere until five in the morning. Yep. Really, Domino's. I'm not going to remember to mention that to her, but I'll try. Anyway, thank you, Sean. Oh my God, you didn't get you didn't get the joke. Oh, I'm not listening. Domino's. 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 Oh, oh Christ, well. go to bed. Go to bed. It's your That's past not your funny. It's nine thirty. You know, you're a comedian. You're supposed to be funny. That was, first of all, that was said on King of Queens like forty years ago. So why didn't you get it? Because I wasn't paying attention. 
Exactly. Why? Because you have ADD. Anyway, do the closing <laughs> credits. <laughs> Be sure to check out Sean Morton, everybody. Uh, and the podcast is called Who's Your Band? It's 160,000 subscribers. Can't be any, it's got to be something good going on there. Oh, it's great. It's yeah, great. I have it another is. co-host with ADD as well, who's also 97 years old. So it's great. Hey, it's 96, great. but who's counting? Mm-hmm. All right, so I love you, buddy. Right, same back at you, back at you. Why don't you mm-hmm. uh, come on TikTok once in a while? I see you out there. Uh, I I don't I don't ever want to do that. You ever. have a TikTok. I see your name on there. I have a TikTok because I'm required by law as a comedian to have. <laughs> All right. Once again, we're powered by Prime 82 Restaurant. Be sure to listen to 100.9 K Hits FM anywhere in the world at BigHitsBigFun.com. Or just say, Alexa, play 100.9 K-Hits FM. And as Sean mentioned, my TikTok radio station is FITM Radio, and you can get that on either Google or iOS or whatever your platforms are. Uh, Have a good week, everyone. We are recording now on Friday, so I'm out. Sean, talk to you later. Later, buddy.